All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We're into it. It's Barnburner on Wednesday... Rabbit, 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 rabbit. Uh, Pinch punch, into... first of the month. That's right. Something Retro, like that. the Redster. There's the Redster. It's weird. Yeah. It's it's weird. I told my wife last night, and she looked at me like I had seven heads. I said, "You can't, you can't catch two rabbits." And she's like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "Well, if if it, if it, you have to focus on one, you can't catch two rabbits at one time. You you can't go chasing after." two things at once get one then move on to the next you can't catch two rabbits okay rabbit 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 uh we got a lot to get to today we're here in the tower chrysler studios want to say thanks to everybody who dropped by the dealership and dropped off winter clothes during the month of february now the february is uh, has come and gone toques mitts hats all of that awesome uh a, a big collection Put together, it will make its way to the mustard seed, and someone's going to get uh, a lovely little prize. Maybe even a couple. It's hard to say, but uh, again, a couple cars, something like that. Tower Chrysler doing good things. They are good people. Calgary's favorite Tower Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram dealer in Calgary. Big shout out to Nikki and Serge and the crew. Yeah, doing uh, doing good things. Yeah, uh, we got Sarah Valley coming up. In a couple of moments, but uh, we're not have- too busy for us today. Yeah, no. I guess all the guys have been traded now. Patrick Kane, um, just a kind of an observation from last night: Flames lose in overtime. Uh, oh. You know what? Controversial. Maybe you could probably pick holes Was in it? it. But I, what I'm thinking is, uh, 
Goaltending matters. Ooh. In this sport? Goaltender, very back important. Up, back it up. Back it up. How do you come by this after one game? Small sample. <laughs> You're right. It you got to take a bigger look. <laughs> it is a small sample. I, size, I feel like yeah. this is a wild overreaction. <laughs> it's just one game, D. It's one game, it's one player. <laughs> 23 guys on the roster. That was his career skaters. high in saves, man. Yeah. Uh, they uh, they lose. They uh, well, they were they were trailing, and then they got back, and then they were leading, and then. Uh, It'd be fun to be a Bruins fan, wouldn't it? Yeah, this year'd be great. I mean, most of the last 15 years. Yeah, listen, like right? that's, yeah. you know, you'd be light. Yeah. You get a very unbiased play it down the middle home broadcast. Yeah. And, you know, that's kind of sucks. You'd like someone to cheer a little more. But, uh, yeah, they, they're doing it here in the twilight of future Hall of Famer Patrice Bergeron, who made a bit of a play on the game winner. So do they hate Bruce Cassidy? I feel like you got to bring our guest in if we want. More. I don't have any intel. All right, NHL um, insider, yeah. uh, our boy Frank Saravalli is standing by. It's not they weren't a bad team, but they weren't dominating to this level. We knew yeah. that David Krejci wasn't a fan. It see, sure seemed like Jake, Jake DeBrusque was not a fan. Maybe did they hate uh, Butch Cassidy? Yes. All right. It, yeah, oh, it's yeah. it was a pure. I don't think anyone thinks he's a bad guy. It, it was. He's a very sarcastic guy. And so that sarcasm and that uh, constant sort of gnawing at you after a number of years, it just it wears on you. And so they were a 107-point team last year, and they lost in the first round, and it was time for a change. And so that exact moment in time, you hit on the changes. Krejci, yep. he comes back. Bergeron decides to come back. You've... You've got uh, Jake DeBrusque rescinding a no tr- no uh, a trade request. Like it's uh, a lot of things came together once they replaced Bruce Cassidy with Jim <laughs> Montgomery. And look, I I I would never knock anyone's candidacy, uh, but like I don't ca- like you could have put anyone in to coach that Boston Bruins team, and they would have been better this year than they were last year. Uh. I don't think anyone thought that they'd be potentially challenging for an NHL record in points, but nonetheless, like I'm way more intrigued at the changes someone like a Rick bonus has made in Winnipeg versus the bump that they've gotten from anyone, but Bruce in Boston. Just getting that for the, uh, for the post-show notes, uh, Bruce Cassidy prick Frank Saravalli. So if there's other teams Look, where I'm from Philly and I'm a prick, so I can say that. Okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The card carrying members get to call each other out. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if there was a team with a coach that the players weren't liking, the template would be just get rid of that coach and away you go. Uh, you know, profit would be the next well, step. Well, hold on right? a second before we before we totally <laughs> rip Bruce Cassidy. Look at the success that they've had in Vegas. Like he's won almost everywhere he's gone. So clearly he's a talented coach as well. Uh, Vegas is tied for the division lead after not making the playoffs last year. We knew they'd be, you know, a little bit better if they could be healthier, but still they flew out of the gate once yep. they were healthy this year. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a bit of a, still. Yeah. bit of a backpedal, but all right, Frank, whatever you want, whatever you need to do there. Uh, hey, look, it's just shelf life with it's this right. career, no, right? Good. This occupation, nobody so, lasts long. So was it the Patrick Kane deal? Cause you said, Hey, I'm working on something. I don't, not going to be able to, get on the show yesterday was it the Kane thing coming together or what did you hit yesterday 
I don't kiss and tell. You know that. Oh, okay. You did break that deal moments after the show. So did it was did you break the cane? I did, but there Frank was maybe Bob. something else or Frank multiple Bob. things in the hopper it's... that you just cannot get your uh, your fingers on. So Frank. let's say oh, this. There's oh. more in the works Frank. over these next 48 hours. What? Uh, somebody's left? Oh, what? Uh, I looked Whoa. at your Come on. I looked at your trade target board yesterday morning. And there was 12 guys on it. And that's after we saw a ton of deals. Timo Meyer, you know, Jack Johnson, Nita Ryder, Barbashev, Dadanov, Orlov. Like, that was after all those deals. You had 12 guys. Six of the top 11 gone yesterday. Um, Way to go. Yeah. So we're into the weeds here. After Chikrin, who's the next biggest name that you're convinced will move? Kevin Hayes of the Philadelphia Flyers is one. Ooh, um, that down. Look, here, here's the thing, and I'll give you a couple teams and some names that everyone has been so fascinated with the market that teams that have sort of vaguely been in the mix yeah. to either make the playoffs or play meaningful games are saying, well, hold on a second. If this is the price I could get for this guy, mm-hmm. we're going to have to really consider that. And so let's look at the Seattle Kraken depending on where you get your playoff odds, somewhere between a 77 and 86% shot to make the playoffs, they've accumulated enough that they're probably going to get in. Okay. Can they trade Carson Soucy for a first round pick and still get in? I think the answer to that is yes. And that's why he's in our top 10 on that trade target. Is he getting a first? Is like, about the, tell us more about Soucy. Cause I think he's kind of been, uh, I think so. Like he's got the size, he's got the mobility, he's got the cheap cap hit. Um, I, I think he's someone that, you know, easily sort of rockets up into that, you know, from he he was, you know, on an entry level deal to two, seven, five, and is probably somewhere in the four to four or five range on his next contract. The sort of Eric Goodbranson kind of, uh, comparable. Yeah. And if, if Gabrikov's getting a first, like why wouldn't Susie be getting a first? So those are the options that this deadline is now presenting to teams that weren't really like going out of their way to be in this position, but okay. So that's Seattle, Detroit, Tyler Bertuzzi, Jacob Verana, two other guys in somewhat similar positions. Maybe a, a, a Philip Zadina uh, could be on the move. The Florida funky, Panthers, funky cold, Zedina. Sam, Sam Reinhardt, Sam Bennett. Whew. You know, these are guys with Thanks. one year left on their deal that they don't really want to move. But hey, if you're going to come knock my socks off to get this player, well, then I'm going to do it. And so I guess on that note, Dean, something that we saw out in the interwebs today. Uh, Tyler Toffoli having a great year. He's he's not hit career highs in goals. He, I think, well. is probably on pace to flirt with it for sure. I think 31 is his career high. He's uh, amid a year where there's been a lot of things that have not gone the Flames way. He has been very good, very consistent, has been a leader. He has one more year. The cap hit is manageable. Foreign change is a veteran. He's one of those guys. When he's when he's a UFA, he's near the top of that that UFA board. Does it make sense? Obviously, it depends dependent on the return. But does it make sense for Carolina? Seems to be in that mix. Does Carolina need a Tyler Toffoli? Does the Flames would then have to replace him, but is that the biggest concern for the Flames right now if they get a decent offer for Toffoli? It would be for me because 
Look, I, I think one of the biggest, most dangerous games that NHL GMs play is the, oh my God, how could we lose this guy? And what are we going to do to replace him? The problem is when you have players like Toffoli, like Lindholm, that in this cap world are exceeding value versus what they're being paid, good luck trying to go get that same value for the same, like you end up chasing your tail. Uh You have players that are performing at a level above what they're being paid. And that's hard. That's really hard to replace. So if the flames have notions and designs on why can't we be next year's version of Winnipeg this year, which I don't see any reason in which that's unreasonable, then I, I don't think it makes sense for them to be in that market. And and I and in fact, um, having recently checked in, I, I don't think they're in that market to sell. Um, so his name may pop up for a lot of the same reasons that I just mentioned with other teams. If someone comes along and 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 blows the doors off their barn, so to speak, well then I you, you'd probably have to consider it. I just I think it's very difficult to replace those two players in particular. And outside of that, how much interest do you really think there would be in, in Zadarov or one of the other defensemen, uh, Hannafin to, to go out and move those guys? Um, I think Hannafin is a di- yeah, I, I in a different, a it's a different conversation. He's, uh, I, I have less problem with him being in a top four than I do uh, Nikita Zadorov. I think they're totally different cats. Yeah. yeah. Now, Rhett, just back, you were you were nodding when Frank was making that point about sometimes you just get you fall too in love with your own guys and you covet them too closely. Is that kind of is that where you were agreeing with Frank on that notion? I think it's a huge issue. Yeah, I think it's a huge issue, and I think that you get praised for loyalty in some respects. You know, they always bring it up, Brent Seabrook. Oh, the Chicago did right by him and they paid him and but everyone else in the world was going, Yeah, but he's never going to earn that money. It's there's no way this makes sense in a couple of years, right? And and it's proven. Almost and right teams away. Teams do it yeah. all the time. That loyalty thing and the is a killer. If you're a GM and you're being I mean, you sometimes you do it and you think that you're doing it right by the guy and you're doing you're creating a a place that because you do it, you think that other guys are going to want to come play for you for some reason. Guys want to play for winners. And if you just focus on winning, you'll be a good GM. Don't get stuck being overcommitted to guys or falling in love with guys or being over loyal. I mean, I, I just think, and Frank talks about it last week, like how Carolina has managed their assets. They're the best. They don't, and even they don't feel overly loyal. And if you're not going to work for them and it doesn't work out in their plan, they move on from you and they fill spots. You out, you never think that you're going to to get the same return. And, and it doesn't always work out if you do make a change, but quite often in today's game, there's enough talent out there where if you give kids and players an opportunity, they'll perform. Get it Right. So to be stuck thinking, well, this is the only guy that can do this and he has to be our guy, I think you're out to lunch. And that that, that loyalty and that overcommitment is, can kill you. So I have a couple of points to add to that. One, one of my favorite quotes uh, comes from, I think it's Blues GM, Doug Armstrong. And he says, if you want loyalty, get a dog. Huh. Two would be, 
when you look at teams, the other issue that they fall into is they have to go out and move assets and move pieces around the chessboard when either A, what they have is already likely close to comparable being as good or as big of an impact, or B, the players that they have in the minors that they can call up aren't really all that far off from what they're using. And, and the third thing I would say is as we go through this entire discussion, I'll let you in on a little secret of how the trade targets board works is a lot of times you'll hear a GM say publicly, we're not trading that guy. No way we would trade that. Why would we trade that guy? And privately, sometimes the conversation is, hey, put him on your board. See if I get some calls. Let's see what kind of interest this generates. And so there's always this push and pull of, I don't really want to move the guy, but damn, I'm really curious to see what happens when someone calls me. Yeah, it's a game of asset management, right? If you can sell a pair for a dollar today and buy one for 50 cents tomorrow. Like, look at this. There you go. You like, and I wonder about Toffoli. Like, it feels like a sell high type of a moment. I, I, I don't know that you want one GM's vision. If there's going to be another GM in the summer, if you trust this GM to sell and he's back, then by all means do it. I also wonder how Matthew Coronado might affect that. They're similar profile players, but he's unsigned. He's at Harvard. If they go all the way to the Frozen Four final, there'll only be two games left this year. Do you, I, I'm putting you on the spot, Frank, but do you have any intel on Coronado and Harvard, who you could argue is the top prospect in the Flame system right now? I don't, but I thought it was really interesting to see San Jose pay a third-round pick yesterday for Henry Thrun, who's also at Harvard and is also a senior and has you know, more or less told the Ducks – not signing with you. That's the reason a deal like that ends up happening is yeah. you force your way to somewhere else. And so obviously the flames know that pretty well. Fox. Do I need to bring up Adam Fox or no? No, I think what's important is you, to and bring Harvard. up the difference at the, the circumstances. Uh, Fox was in his third year at the time that trade happened. And he basically said, I wasn't going to sign. And rather than call his bluff and force him to go back for a senior year, they add him in that Carolina package. This is a guy in his second season and comments on the broadcast last night from Eric Francis says, you know, he, he wants to chat with the team about a role on an NHL team, and he still, you know, would love to sign with Calgary. Well, now, that's, so that's second the year. situation that you force yourself into as a team is like you may try and pry the – not saying that that's what's going to happen here, but this is how teams think about it now, yeah. is that you may actually have to pry the player out one year earlier yes. than you want to to avoid getting to the junior year summer conversation of like, oh, I only need to wait it out one more year right. in order to have my pick of all 31 other teams yeah. instead of being shoehorned and wedged into your organization. Yeah, and I, I and I just real – I know this is big on, on – this might not be something that's on your radar, but I know a lot of Flames Twitter's talking about this and there's that all that scar tissue Kachuk, Gaudreau, Fox, you know, like you can, you can understand why, why, why this is a concern for, you know, the fan base. He could be a free agent in the summer of 2025, or he could be done his entry level contract in the summer of 2025. I think that's a massive, massive point in this that even if you don't want to be in Calgary forever, you could be into your second contract at the time that if you waited out, you haven't even played a game of the league yet. You're turning down a lot of money and earning power if you stay in school. Yeah, I mean, it all depends on what you want and what you value. Uh, I don't know. He's he's also at Harvard, so like I'm imagining that piece of paper also means something. Totally. Well, you went to Harvard, Fred. Twice, didn't you? Double degree. I actually uh, was a student at uh, Harvard's Ivy League rival, Columbia. Hmm. 
There you go. Is that diploma so the shitty school? You? Just yeah, the shitty on. school in New York that cost a bajillion dollars. <laughs> uh, and I, yeah, I'll ask school a hard knocks guy. Frank. That's right. Come on, don't yeah. put a, be a hard. You're a hard. Yeah, the streets. That's your diploma. Street. What's crime. the hardest school in Philly? I feel like that's where you should have gone. Eh? Well, it would be Temple, where yeah. uh, there was uh, there's shootings on the weekly, and unfortunately, <laughs> that's actually, what I'm really sad about. news. They had one of their oh, don't police officers no. gone down last. Oh, week. Jesus, why? Jesus, no. Frank. Damn it, Frank. Why'd you have to go there? I want to talk about. Philly guy. Talk about stuff. Patrick Kane. Well, before before that, is there and is there anything that the Flames can do here? They lose to Boston last night. I don't know if it makes a difference. They got the Leafs and then the deadline. If 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 you buy, it feels very risky. If Ooh. you sell, it feels like your coach is going to be sour. He's not here to put a rebuild together. It's very precarious. Sour, and, right? It's, sour on the best day. Like like, what do you mean sour? Because you talk about Toffoli. How? Break that news to Daryl. Hey, the guy you want to cup with and who's leading your team in goals, we just shipped them off for a pick and a prospect. How's that going to... It would probably be really satisfying to a lot of people's faces in that front office to break that news. Continue. No, no, I I was just kidding. Well, Um, I think you're hinting at some tension there, no? Is that not what that joke comes from between front office and coach? What's that? Are you, are you hinting at tension between the front office and the coach or, or not at all? I, I just think there's been tension between Daryl Sutter and everyone this year. And I'm not like, that's not an exaggeration. Like I think from top to bottom, from start to finish, there's been tension everywhere. And I think it's been a, we've touched on this a million times. So if you're watching now, go back and watch in October and November and December and every other <laughs> yeah. time we've said it, that there has been tension and friction here and it has not been a fun place to be at times. Patrick Kane, right? As you were saying, oh, there we are. Yeah, yeah, Patrick Kane. No, how often have we seen that before, where a deal gets done and then a, wait, wait, the, hold on a second. Uh, before, before we continue on with Patrick Kane, just to close the loop on the Flames and the buying aspect, I'll tell you right now, they feel that the prices are high uh, for what they're looking for, and if they're going to be buyers, I've been saying this the whole time, they're going to try and wait out the market as long as they can and find value ads for inexpensive prices to see if they can boost their team and whether that goes until Friday at 3 p.m. or now to not have to spend a lot to improve the team. That's what they're thinking. Walk that crazy prick GM to the out the door then if he's talking about adding. Give some context on on a deal, Frank. I think that's important here. Okay, so let me give you an example, okay? And I'm not saying this guy and this situation is going to present itself again, but – Last year, the Carolina Hurricanes got to 250-something ahead of the 3 p.m. deadline and said, holy smokes, no one has traded for Max Domi. And in fact, I'll, tell, I'll take it one step further, and I'll tell you that I actually got a text and nearly tweeted it that said Max Domi was not traded. That's how late this deal went. And he ultimately went for a sixth-round pick and another conference rival in florida jumped in to broker the money for a free asset that's how late this went that's how cheap he was and the 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 canes got max domi for nothing and i'm not saying max domi is is a playoff savior or anything but he did score a game-winning goal in in the first round and they got to the second round and that was it so 
they're going to be waiting. It, would you spend a sixth round pick for a player? Like it's these players essentially end up becoming free 99 is what they become. And they are that I'm not saying that's the only type of world the flames are living in, but that's the type of, Hey, we're going to view the market as a whole, find some inefficiencies if we can not have anyone criticize us for buying and see if a piece or two or three, whatever it ends up being can get us in and over the line to get in the playoffs. Satisfied. Is that, I think he froze. Will that, will that, oh no. He's, no, I'm not frozen. Uh, shell because his explanation, it his explanation makes sense. And I'm like, okay, yeah. sure. Yeah, like if you can get but a 20... Carolina was also last year in a pos- playoff yes. position. Yeah, yeah. So, but whatever, I, I yeah. If you can add something for nothing, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. So Patrick Kane, uh, Frank, uh, try another swing. How often does it happen where you you hear someone come out and I, oh geez, I'm kind of disappointed. It's essentially yeah. saying I, I'd kind of like to have gone there. And then, uh, well, oh, if if really, then let's restoke the fire and see if it happens. And then it does happen because that's ex- essentially what happened with Patrick Kane, who becomes a Ranger yesterday. It's it changed everything, those comments that he made publicly. And I'll give you an example as to how the reason why this trade took from Saturday till Tuesday evening is because the Rangers didn't have the requisite cap space to pull it off. And it's not because they didn't properly prepare. It's because they didn't think that they'd have the ability to get Patrick Kane they assumed that the door was closed and Patrick Kane assumed that the door was closed. And then he said that and they said, well, hold on a second here. You mean we can get this guy still? Let's see what we can do to move the pieces around to make it happen. And they re-engaged. Kane was obviously still interested from Jump Street. And you could say that it was Kane reacting emotionally I would say that Kane works with people that are way too smart for that and that I don't want to say it was planned, but certainly feels like it was part of the plan. Got what he wanted. And that's what I kind of, I mean, maybe does it hint that there was no collusion and that they don't talk? I, I just don't know how the Rangers well, could, talking. how they couldn't have known that, like if Kane wanted, wanted it that badly, you knew Chicago was probably going to find a way. Yeah. It's Patrick Kane. Right. Cops, like his numbers going to the roof, that whole thing. You're going you're gonna to do right by that guy. How would the Rangers have been, oh, geez, I guess we'll go get Tarasenko then. If they knew that, did they think they could get both? I can't imagine they did when they did the Tarasenko deal, yeah. did they? No, they thought that his hip was banged up. And so he said those things and then went on a tear, scored yeah. seven goals in four games and set a franchise record for most goals in that span for a player of that age and gave the giant middle finger salute to everyone else in the league saying, oh, you think my hips screwed up? Here you go. And that coupled with his comments, they were like, whoa, wait, we can get this guy and it might not cost an arm and a leg to do so? Let's do it. And that's, you know, that's where they worked themselves into of, you know, why don't we try and re-engage here? God, how pumped is he going to be to be back in the playoffs retro? Like that guy, it's been so long since he's played legit, in has a New legit York shot. City? Are you? Oh, you Any American me? kid. Put him at MSG. You, th- you think it was wild in Chicago Stadium? Madison Square is going to be a nuts show. Like, and he's going to perform. I am 
fully convinced that he's going to go out and dominate. And he doesn't have to be the best player. Like, they've got Zabinajad, Panarin. Yeah, but he wants to be your best no, player. But he's I good either. enough to be your best Totally. You watch. If he's, he's their third or fourth yeah. best player, he's still fucking awesome. Like, that's how deep they are up front. I, this is a... New York's... And, and better than that, it's their biggest rival, arguably. I mean, maybe the Islanders, that they're going to probably square off in a round one. Like, this is going to be unbelievable. And you saw what he did for Kubalik and Debrinket and yes. guys like that. What With if you got... Suter. Yeah, what Fuck. if you've got... Friggin' Kreider and Zabinajad yes. and whatever Look, you're going to be line. Panarin. Yeah. <laughs> Panarin, he's going to be right there where Barkley Goodrow is. Yeah. Like, take come him on. And move him down Jeez. to the fourth line. Back with Panarin, hey? Cooking again. Jeez. 100%. Kreider, Tarasenko, and Zabinajad. <laughs> of course. Panarin, Trocek, and Kane. Panarin and Kane Kid line, together third again. line, and you move Goodrow down to the fourth. Oh, amazing. How great for those young kids, too, to have guys like that to learn from. Like Lafreniere and Capo Caco. Like, are you kidding me? Pretty, pretty good. And they're good in goal. Pretty they got a Norris caliber guy in the back end. And a heavy hitter. Let's go. Fox and Truba, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. I, I, I'm okay with this. I, I feel like in the past or a lot of times you'd be, I'd be, you'd be sour about it, but I just look at all of those names. It's an all-star team. You made it work under the cap. Go get it. So we've seen this massive loading in the East, Frank. We talked about the Rangers' big deal. Uh, Devils go get Timo Meyer. You've seen uh, in the Atlantic, Boston, Toronto, and Tampa load up. The one team out of the big six in the East that hasn't made a huge move is Carolina. They have $10 million in cap space, so they take Pugliarvi for free. Decent gamble. See if it works in a different environment. But they haven't added a you know significant core piece what do you see the canes doing here and especially calling back to your frankly speaking you, you had the owner on a few weeks ago do the carolina hurricanes make a huge move and what are they shopping for well they're shopping for help up front and that's no secret they were originally thinking winger i think they're now wondering about center and they're looking for players with term. They don't love rentals. And one player that they've keyed in on in recent days and weeks is Kevin Hayes from the Flyers. The Flyers are willing to retain salary. Hayes is at 715 or somewhere in that neighborhood. If you can get Kevin Hayes at four and a half or five million bucks, uh, that seems to make a lot of sense to me. He's had a, an excellent year offensively. Um, I think there has been. Uh, maybe it's the buzzword of the day, friction between Kevin Hayes and John Tortorella, the all-star this year being the healthy scratch. Three more years of torts. I got, doesn't seem to make a lot of sense to me. So if the Flyers can find a way to move that contract and get something of real value in return from Carolina, which I think would be interesting, Carolina is not alone. There's a number of other teams that are in the mix for Kevin Hayes, but that would be one. I like that piece from the sense of, you know, you, you've got Aho, and then you can go Hayes, Stahl, and then bump Kotkaniemi down to the fourth line. Jeez. That seems to set up a pretty nice spine for the Carolina Hurricanes uh, to build around going into the playoffs. Uh, any truth to the rumor that there's some JT Miller smoke out there, or is that crazy? I know there's an injury seems to be interfering, but the thought that you could move a guy, what is it, the, his extension of eight years kicks in next year, if I'm correct, at Big Doe? Seven years, eight million bucks. 
for a total of 56 starts on July 1, which is also the day that his no trade clause kicks in. So look, this is the best way to explain where the Canucks are at. They're open for just about anything. Pedersen's off the board. Demko's off the board. I believe Quinn Hughes is as well. But after that, all bets are off. And so I think what teams have done in the meantime is they're already keeping an eye on what the free agent market looks like this summer. It's going to be really thin. And so teams are saying, well, would we sign JT Miller to a seven-year, $8 million contract? Does that make sense for us? Does it meet market value? And the answer more or less has been yes. It's not terribly out of whack, especially if you think JT Miller is a center. Mm. Here's the issue. I don't think this is going to develop before the trade deadline. It's possible. Enough teams have talked about him. But the Canucks are looking for a young NHL center to trade for first. So I'll tell you this. If they trade for a center before then, that means JT Miller is on his way out the door. And if they don't, this is going to wait until the summer, if at all. So with so much action being done, and we'll let you go here, the we know the Daily Face-Off has got the the, the big show coming on Four Friday. Uh, is there still, it, it's not going to be the, the, the huge magnitude in terms of name value, it seems, but is it still going to be a busy day? Are you going to see the second, third liners, third, fourth, depth defensemen, that sort of thing still happening? Or are we just at a point almost where teams have spent their their capital, what they had as far as trade assets, they've spent it and it's done. Well, I think there's enough teams in the West to make it really interesting. Like we didn't talk at all about Vegas. You just touched on Carolina in the East. I think Pittsburgh, you know, they're, I'd be surprised if they don't do something. Dallas, I'm not convinced is done. Minnesota is more or less done after getting Nyquist and Johansson. Um, but Vegas is there. I still think LA is poking around on a few different things. Seattle is up for anything. The Edmonton Oilers have one, if not two more trades to make now that they have cap space. And I still think the jets are, are squarely in the mix to continue to add as well. So are they going to be the big name players? I I don't, I can't say for certain, but I, I will say that I feel really confident in characterizing this week since Monday as the NHL's wild card week, because so many of the big name rentals are gone that it's forced teams to get creative, and we may see a few good old fashioned hockey trades between now and Friday. Chickren's the biggest name out there, and probably the first name out there. This goes back over a year. What's the latest? Uh, final one for me. Sorry, I, I, I can't imagine this team keeping him and trying to put that genie back in the bottle. I really can't. 15 months, he's requested a trade. He's been a good soldier. He hasn't started to say anything publicly. He wants to go. And this is now approaching three weeks as a healthy scratch waiting to go, which, by the way, has impacted his trade value because teams are like, there's only six weeks left in the season. I don't want to spend two of them trying to get this guy back up to speed. That hasn't helped. And the Coyotes need to adjust their price. The Blue Jackets did on Gavrikov. They were asking for a first, a third, and a fourth. They end up trading Gavrikov for a first, Corpus Allo for a third, and they take on Jonathan Quick. You have to adjust. You have to be nimble. And I know that Chickering isn't a rental, but you cannot reach 4 p.m. on March 3rd and still have him as a member of your organization and say, hey, come on back. Let's Ugh. just put you back in the lineup for March 
with our 28th place team in the <laughs> NHL. We'll try and trade you in June. Oh, so Guinea Dad, Dadnov, right? They had to do that Daddy. in Vegas. Before and I, you brought it up, and I did want to ask before I let you go, because you tweeted about it last night, the LA Kings deal with Columbus. I can't imagine Jonathan Quick thought he was leaving. Ever. And uh, do you have any uh, anything you can share there? Because that's he's a he's a volatile, he's a he's a fiery guy at the best of times. He was some sour, I guess, last night. Oh, without a doubt. Like uh, when I tweeted that, the things that were flying into my text message inbox, um, I said, unhappy is an understatement. And I saw the reaction from people on social media and they were saying like, you idiot. Did, did he really think that signing a 10 year, $58 million deal that he would end the contract there? And I said, well, when you're six weeks from the finish line and your team is, is going to be a playoff team. Yeah. Even if you had a down season, I'm pretty sure that you were thinking they're not going to do me dirty now and trade me somewhere else, let alone to the worst team in the league in Columbus. I'm sorry. That's not what Jonathan quick was thinking as he arrived in Winnipeg for yesterday's game. So this sent shockwaves throughout the LA Kings dressing room. I'm sure they'll regroup today and realize that their team is, is probably better and better off for it. But that is an enormous piece with a Jersey in the rafters, a statue out front mm. to sort of unceremoniously dump right now. And I'm told quick is in a holding pattern. Quick is in LA. I don't believe he's rushing to LAX to get on a plane to Columbus and that they are trying to facilitate a trade somewhere else Jeez. to move him to a playoff team where he could hopefully at least get back in the mix. But, man, what a mess that is. We're back to that loyalty thing so, we started with. Yeah, right? I was going to say, so, so like, do you credit Rob Blake for making a tough deal if he thinks that's the one that can make them better, or do, do you finesse that differently if you're Rob Blake? I, personally, I like – I think it says a lot about you and your franchise and how you treat people. Certain people are in different categories. Mm. And a Conn Smythe winner that's delivered a Stan two Stanley Cups there, you're only two Stanley Cups in franchise history. When you are this close, you find a way to keep him and allow him to retire and ride off into the sunset. Here's, the, here's where I get hung up on it. One, they had if they really needed to make the money work, they have a ton of defensemen that they could have moved back in order to do that. And two, they essentially chose to go with Phoenix Copley, who's a 31-year-old journeyman, not yeah. a world beater by any stretch of the imagination, whose game has been very average at 901 save percentage this year. I know you re-signed him to a contract for next year and beyond, but this guy was on the scrap heap the last number of years. He's 17-4-3 with a 901. I can't explain that. You, you tried helping me with that. But to pick Copley over six more weeks of allowing Jonathan Quick a, an exit of his choosing, I think to me would have been a way better way to handle it. Fuck, we'd kill for nine hundred one here in California. Nine hundred one. Fuck, we'll get, put get, a where do you sign for, that? for some nine hundred one. Yeah. Frank. Anyway, thanks, Mr. Curry Ramo around here. Uh, give us the details, Friday. You're uh, you're going all out. Friday, 12 p.m. Eastern to Ooh. 4 Eastern, an hour after the deadline. So 10 to 2 Mountain Time, and we've got it all covered. A full slate of uh, of our analysts and experts, former players, 
none of the guys from the barn burner show which oh. truly means that it'll you'll get some actual insight yeah. and uh yeah if you want to creep on me with the insider cam that we have going presented by athletic brewing i'll be in the top right corner of the screen and you can kind of watch me work if that is of any interest of to you and i would say it's likely of interest to no one Dean, I think we should go to a, a live look-in or two on Friday and really see how the insider yeah, works. I'll be very curious to see yeah. how the insider... Uh, like that, that could only go well yeah. for everyone involved. Brush the crumbs off your... Yeah, picking your nose. Off your shirt. Let's go. Thanks, Frank. Good luck on Friday. <laughs> see you guys. There. <laughs> <laughs> now, and the biggest move of the yeah. day, it's depth defenseman Mike Riley's salary being Christ, moved from hours. Boston... Yeah, that's listen. That's yeah. a haul. But either way, you know what? Before we go, I just do you agree with what he was saying about Jonathan Quick there, right? Because you've it's both sides of that argument, isn't right? it? It's well, yeah, but it's not because there's ways of doing it as well, right? It, the, you can move Quick without or keep him and still accomplish what you're trying to accomplish. I'm looking at the salaries, and that's that's probably where it gets tricky for them. Is that if you believe Corpusalo and Copley are better than Quick? you're hurting his feelings one way or another. Um, and look, if they go on and win a couple of rounds, I, I think everyone time will heal all these wounds, but like they clearly thought they needed an upgrade in net. And the two guys they started with are now both gone. Cal Peterson's in the minors and quicks out. It, it's, it stings, but it's yeah. kind of what you said. Like the, the teams that do the best are the I, least and, loyal and, in a way. And I would, and that's just it. It's, I'm sorry, you could still, he can be pissed off. And if he doesn't want to come back for a jersey raising ceremony, that's his prerogative. If it's you're fresh, that man, right? Don't. Yeah. And that's the right? thing. He had yeah. to get on that plane last night oh, with God. the Kings after yeah. knowing he was dealt. Now, you see that on the screen there. Sorry, Alex. That's a, that's a good deal for the LA Kings. If you if Damn you right believe that Corpus yeah. Salo's a step yeah. up, because like Frank was saying, Gavrikov was going to be a first and a third and a fourth. You got yeah. for a first and a third. The goalie and the defenseman. And yeah, you're going to move the goalie out because you got the extra body. From Rod Blake's perspective, that's a hell of a deal. Well, potentially. and I would look at the LA Kings and what they do well, and I think team defense is a pretty good strength. And I would look at what the Columbus Blue Jackets are, and I don't think that describes them at all. Like that decor was atrocious. The two viewings we had this year, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a better version of Corpusalo there, and Gavrikov solidifies them on the back end, uh, a group that already was pretty decent. And it, and it truly is yeah. such a kick in the balls. It Sorry, is Columbus, yeah. but last place, yeah. and from Los Angeles, from Manhattan but Beach why does, to Columbus. I mean, if, yeah. if Columbus wants to do him a solid, that's who should do him a solid and say, don't worry about it, bud. Yeah, well, and that's what Frank was saying. They're they're shopping him around. No contender's going to want him. He's not playing that well. But like, if you're Columbus, let him stay in the hell's LA on the bringing Jonathan Quick into Columbus for six weeks for. I mean, it's a cash dump. They don't. If you want to come quick, yeah, yeah. Well, and they they got Tarasov and Merzlikens anyway. It's not like there's lots of crease time. They'd love to get more Tarasov in there. That's that's the next in a long line of Columbus goalie prospects that maybe one of them will pop for more than a year. We're going to get to all of the trades from yesterday. They were a bunch of them. Pinder report Jeez. coming up. But this morning, just earlier, and again, I don't know when you're listening to this, but uh, concert announcement was made at the Griegel. Oh, we heard about these last week. Tickets coming. went on sale this morning for uh, only 40 million albums sold worldwide, fellas. Just eh? only 40 million as Ario Speedwagon is coming Ooh. to the Gray Eagle Event Center. You want to sing one for us? Uh, I, I, I mean, I, where oh, do you start? On, where do you A little end? bit, a little bit. I just keep 
upon loving you Cause it's the only thing I want to do I don't want to sleep I just want to keep on loving you Bangers Even better than that if you're in Bangers Take it on the run, baby. <laughs> Did you take it or take it? I can't fight this feeling anymore. <laughs> Tickets on sale now. Ticketmaster.ca. Go see Ario Speedwagon. May 4th at the Gray Eagle Event Center. Uh, please don't let uh, Boomer's enthusiasm and maybe less than perfect rendition scary row with the changes Ario speedway is still wonderful <laughs> don't be fooled let's go <laughs> they're bringing in bands man you got any more that's four songs you're the fifth off the top of your head you're good uh, at this stuff so i'm drawing a blank right now right. i gotta get that strictly hip to go to the griegel let's talk to yes the all right let's yeah. go sure. once you get your drug awesome. charges cleared up you come back you can host that thing let's go hey hey you dumbasses. <laughs> Demasis? Yeah. Eh. Clear me a spot. Clear me a spot in that room. All right. Uh I he's he's been flirting with coming home, but we gotta like for the last month he's Clear sort of been muttering about returning. If robbed Kerr out, <laughs> get him out of the way. Get that son of a Clear me a, He'll, I, that, a mic. I have a calendar ret and let's just play a little game and we're not gonna hold you to it. This isn't a court of law. If I flip the page, that would be April. And if I flip the page again, that would be May. If I was going to see you in Calgary, would I need to flip one more page or would the next two be ample? March, April, May. More than ample. All right. I, that's an excuse for a great party. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, yeah, that's just it. I'm not coming back unless there's a reason. Yeah, the retro return. That's what we call it. Sponsored by XYZ like, Liquor. I'm going to go... First stop is at Boom's house. We're gonna have a big hug. Hug it out. Yeah, big hug fest. Your dog will be Share so excited to see you. Amber is a really big one. Really big hug. Be like, oh, fuck! This is the guy that kicked me down the stairs. Boom cat, boom cat, run, run! Oh my god! <laughs> Let's do the uh, the Pinder report. A presentation of Village Honda. They got everything going on. They're going to have, it sounds like there's yeah. another thing in the works, another uh, big night coming up. They, it's a good thing they got that big sheet that they lay over the, the vehicles to do the unveiling because, you know, maybe another one in the works. That's what yeah. I'm hearing. Uh, the new Passport Trail Sport, as we say, the CRV Hybrid. And Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. 
BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And, of course, they're looking to fill their lot with used cars. If you've got a car, you're going to sell it to Village Honda. No hassle. Free appraisal done today, and you will get your cash in 24 hours guaranteed villagehonda.com the website in the northwest autumn all your dealership for life here the pinder report oh life oh life what a game by the flames last night and in flamesy fashion season high in shots season worst for the bruins in shots for and shot against and a classic ot loss the 13th loss beyond regulation for the calgary flames one of their better efforts outside the crease of the entire season albeit against a team on the second half of a back-to-back. But that same team does play a lot of back-to-backs, Dean, just like every team in the league. They've only lost eight times at hockey. Not at three-on-three in shootouts. Eight times at five-on-five hockey all year. On Afterburner, we talked about, you know, what could have been, our cheers to the game, buy and sell, and the fact that the Flames fucking suck beyond regulation. It, it, it's hard. It, it feels, at least as I sit here, and it's another loss, and there's a lot. It, it, on a lot of nights, you'd sit here and be, hey, how about that effort? Let's get ready for Toronto in two nights. But it just feels like it's another point. It's their 13th loss in extra time. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yep, 5-13 and 13 now. 5-13. They are and now 0-14-3 when trailing... Oh, uh, 014 and 4, 014, 014 and 3 when trailing after 40 minutes. Uh, they had a lead again in the third. And uh, like it's that's why it's hard to be so down on this group because it's the slightest of margins. Another one goal loss, another category they lead the league. Lead the league in. Yeah. yeah. Not ideal. Now I was looking, it's, it, the Dallas Stars have 13 overtime. Points. So yeah. it, you can still be in the playoff picture. Oh, it's by all means you can. It's better to gather a point than none. But um, there's been a lot of third periods where they look like they had two points tucked away and they end up settling for one. I think of. Uh, but they also came back. They did a bit of everything last. They night, did. The Flames. I will say this: outside of the crease, I've really liked the 18 skaters the last week and a half. Ever since that pant soiling at home yep. against Detroit, it's been really good. It's been a tough time for goaltending to abandon them to a level we haven't even seen until now. It's tough. You know what I did? Two on two against Colorado. Two on four last night to start for Vladar. I chortled (laughs) out loud (laughs) when that fucking puck went by Vladar on the blocker side. First or second? It's like (laughs) shots. One nothing. Two nothing. Three. Oh, almost. Six nothing. Whiff. One nothing, Bruce. Oh, oh fuck! <laughs> it's like, like, of course. Now, now, because Vladar was the better of the two. Now he looks. What, what does he look like, Rhett? What's he doing? He's a sip. He's a sip. Uh, that's right. Out. He's sipping out. 
<laughs> He's sieving like a true sieve would sieve in the sieviest of sieve times. And then you go back. Best sieve. Oh, and it's maybe it was maybe it was a body in the way. His sieving is reminiscent of Markstrom sieving. A lot of similarities in that sieving. There's an infectious outbreak of civitis in the goaltending room. Did it go off a stick? Could he not see it? No, it was wide. Oh, he just got to bleach that gear. They got to spray that shit down and get that off there. That sieve is all over it. Second goal. That's that's a good. Did it go off Dubay or anything? No, it was just. This was the goalie tandem that (laughs) allowed. It's a knuckler (laughs) into the top shelf. This was the goalie tandem. Uh, Puck! Ah! They allowed the fewest goals five on five in the entire league last year. Same two guys. You didn't have to do it again. Just don't be the fucking third worst in the league. And here's some bad uh, luck and circumstance involved here their shooting percentage is over a percent below league average their save percentage is a percent and a half down those don't sound like big numbers but over the course of playing 60 plus games 25 more goals 24 fewer should have happened okay well let's 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 account for shot quality next tweet from pike adjusting for shot quality is important because the shot from the point isn't the same but even when you factor in they should have 15.7 more goals and 16.8 fewer. Go look at their goal differential in the standings if they're fucking 31 more in the right direction. They should be winning this fucking division. I don't know if shot chances against matter because they just let any in anyway. Well, that's what, so that's shot yes. in the first period. You just got to shit your pants. Oh, yeah. You lose four to three. How many go- scoring chances? Two. Yes. They scored four goals on two scoring chances. I would think that's correct. Last night was the eighth time this season they've allowed a, sh- a goal on the first shot, but the goal on the first even chance, it's got to be a huge number this year. Uh, that is a, a, a maybe an never NHL before total. Maybe never, never before. Sorry, Ryan, but it's possible never duplicated before in the NHL. Like this, this might be epic stuff if someone could do the research. Yeah, I don't know how, but it's possible this is record book stuff. Yeah, like I don't know. You don't keep those stats. No, it but would, I feel like we are watching something historic. I feel like last night fans of the Dome got to watch two historic things happening. The Flames, unbelievable, shitty early goaltending, and the Bruins, which might be the greatest regular season team in the history of the league. I, I, what a treat for the fans. And you know what's happening now? You know what's happening? What's happening? Is people are sending me friggin' Kari Ramo stats. I saw it on social. <laughs> oh, if you're clamoring for Kari. If they bring it back great. that dope, if they, oh, I'm yeah. leaving town, are you packing your stuff, boom? Yeah. It's worse. <laughs> You'd take Kari's 9-11 right now, wouldn't My you? God. Jesus. Okay, we'll move on. Uh, that's the Flames story there. Let's look at the standings real quick. I believe that's where we're heading next. Calgary Flames by points percentage. Tenth. Eh, mm-hmm. Oh, so Nashville, who's Selling. sold off. Yeah. They're bona fide sellers. Uh, Ekholm, Johansson hurt. Apparently Tanner Janot out. Janot gone. And yet, like, you get it, too. You get it. Like, when you watch the five-on-five play they've had of late, you're like, shit, man, they're just a save away. Nashville ain't a save away. They're getting the saves of sorrows. But still, it, it makes it an incredibly difficult deadline to make sense of. Buy or, I feel you like standing critique. pat is rational. Anything else is, is, is you twist yourself up into knots trying to figure out. You can't critique the, the players, non-goaltenders, effort over the last couple of weeks. And that's the part that's hard, right? Games it is. Yeah. 
Post All Star break, right? We talked about it last night. Mm-hmm. Rangers, Flyers. There was that one game against Detroit, but outside of that, two games against. But uh, Detroit. since the All Star break, yeah, that one before it was brutal. But they've they've been good, and you feel like they've scored an awful lot of nights. They've looked all right. They've been able. And the thing about last night, retro, Our they're down two around. nothing on two shots to this team. They hung in there. Shitty shots. They didn't. They didn't sulk. They kept coming. Yeah. And they they yeah. continued at it's the like same. They know they're not going to get a save. <sighs> Here's your schedule. We showed this to you a couple days ago. It don't get much easier. Now that is the best team in the league, so technically it gets easier. But Toronto is loaded up, and they uh, they'll be excited. They're also coming off a back to back. They play in Edmonton tonight. Back to back, Minnesota is a team they're trying to reel in. They play them twice in four nights, starting on Saturday again. On Tuesday, and oh, by the way, Dallas, there's a team that's led their division a significant chunk of the season. That's your next four. And yeah, the old uh, Swaparoo icon, that's Friday's deadline. One game. Here we are, one you game until the deadline. It's not good, but it's not dull. No, this team hasn't been dull at all. I fear that it could get dull post-deadline and nothing happens and they get no no recruits and the GM, you know, yeah. oh, GM didn't help us, and then you lose a few. I just wonder with a veteran team if the bottom could fall right out. But, but for the time being, I look I at that. That's going to be—they're working. They haven't quit now. Like, let's—are they? Is it going to fall out because they're still close enough? I guess a couple more out. games, yep. and, but it depends on what the other teams do a little bit, right? Like, look at this still Minnesota team. Close enough. Those are four points. Yep. Two four-point games in four nights. Uh, if yeah, if you drop four in a row, and they haven't done that, I don't think. All year in regulation. I mean, they had that seven-game skid. There was overtime points in there. They, they don't lose in regulation consecutively a bunch, more than two. Like, it's that's what's so maddening about this team. They're not quite bad enough to be like, they're done. Well, guys, and remember that Dallas game. Last time they were in Dallas, oh, they, scored, six spot. they scored seven goals. Yeah. Well, and, they, one, and one by one. Yeah, they <laughs> blew a four-goal lead. No sweat. <laughs> Jesus. That's a tough trip. Shit, yeah. You think? Back-to-back with that trip? Dallas to... Flipping Minnesota? Mm-hmm. I'd call up the Wolfman. Like, you might need three goalies sh- on this trip. That's horseshit. Holy. Yeah. Eh. Okay, we'll keep moving. Lots of trades. We got to get through them. That's where we start with the NHL. We have many trades to announce. Please get a glass of water and be seated. Did you know Gary was here yesterday, bud? He was here. No. Gareth had positive did, st- things to say about the event center. The, this rink might become it, it, uninhabitable. <laughs> Thanks, Gary. The, the flames are no longer looking for an arena. Negotiations are over. This this rink is past its due date. It will be quarantined soon. <laughs> what do they call it? Un- quarantine. Uninhabitable was yeah. the word he used. I like laughed out loud, much like Rhett did there. It's like, yeah, it's pretty close to being uninhabitable. I love that old dump. It's a beauty. Yeah. yeah. If you know no, where to piss and where there's no beer lines, it's a beautiful place. Much nicer. Go yeah. go to Buffalo. When you got to pee, go to Buffalo. What no about problem. shit? Stand. <laughs> what about don't a shit at a sport event? <laughs> what are you doing? So, what? what about don't I be taking a dump at pro sports. No. What? Rink dump? No. I know a guy. I know a guy that had to go at the end of the ninth inning of game one in the old Yankee Stadium, game one, Boston versus Yankees and he had to go at the end of the game and the whole restroom was on him. What in the <laughs> are you doing? 
You can't be doing that here. That's disgusting. A pro sports dump. Something's gone horribly wrong. You've got to be better at life than that. So in Oaf, Montador? No, no. He said, uh, oh, yeah, the I'm Yankees. Oh, I was going to say, you gotta, if I get three guesses and again, you got to tell me. Nope. Don't play that game. All right. The first one. All right. Nailed it. All right. Chronological order. Jesse, Yessi, Pugliarvi. We mentioned it yesterday on the show. There it is. An unsigned player in Finland. Oh, um. It's uh, clearing cap space for the Oilers. Why are they clearing cap space? We'll get to that in a moment. Minnesota, a couple little tweaks. Johansson coming in from Marcus. Washington. Uh, decent middle six guy, third round pick. Okay, the Wild are saying, look, this division's wide open and we don't want to fall out. I get it. Not their only move of the day. Toronto, incredibly active. We saw the McCabe-Lafferty deal the day before. Yesterday, a couple more out Young, promising former first rounder Rasmus Sundin back forever aflame, Eric Gustafson, who can run a fucking power play and can't defend worth shit with a first rounder coming back. So at least have a first now. Interesting. Pierre Engvall, done with the Leafs. Another deal for them. He goes to the Islanders. He's big. He doesn't hit. He's talented. They get a third back. Okay. Interesting. Toronto, not done. Luke Shen. Come back to where it all started. The former Leafs pick back for a third. Late, late, late third. And the Canucks, yes, you weren't going to let this guy expire. Stop bluffing with that nonsense. Cal Dubas going crazy. That's all a day after he pulls in the McCabe-Lafferty swap. Lots of moves for the Leafs who we see tomorrow night in Calgary. After that, why were the Oilers clearing cap space? Well, it's Matthias Ekholm coming in. He's exactly what they don't have, Rhett. Someone that actually can defend competently. We're talking about four, five, six career years the Oilers are witnessing. They're in a wild card. It might not all be about scoring at the other end. They swap out a defenseman having a career year for a guy that can play some defense. They also throw in their first rounder from last year, this year's first rounder, and a fourth. Interesting swap for the Oilers. Uh, Peter's boy. Is it? Okay. It's not Peter's boy, is it? Is he a former Yes, it is. That's Schaefer. Shaves has got a kid old enough. Really? Is he from Yellowgrass? Wherever, somewhere. <laughs> yeah. If if you go back to Yellowgrass, you got to love that the JT gym. Miller's from that East Palestine where that train derailed. Did you know that? I did not know oh. that. Friggin' Alex text a uh, former Senator Peter Shaver. Yeah, yeah, that, I, yeah, I, yeah I know yeah. Alex. Oh, I get it. <laughs> come on. I gotta do yeah. this right now. Uh, he's right. paying attention. I, yeah, he yeah, yeah. Credit, oh, Peter Schaefer. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, we talk about this team a lot. Just a thought on this deal. I think it makes sense for both sides. There's three years left at over six. He turns 33 in May, if I'm correct. I could see this not going well late, but I also could see Edmonton not caring. He needs to be good for the next two years. That's what yeah. they have for Dreisaitl's deal. Before he's exactly he's what they need. That's a great deal. I think it's the move you have to make, and I think they should do another one to get another defenseman like Ekholm. You go to free agency oh. to try and get a guy like this. There's no guarantees. They want to go to Edmonton. You have to either draft him or trade for him. I'm with you. It may, not, it, yeah. it may not look good in the last year or whatever, but for right now, you had to do something on that back end. Had to do it. Mm, doesn't say his dad's. His father's Jeremy Schaefer. Brett? Hang your head in shame. Jeremy Schaefer's his dad. That's the Schaefer I was talking about. Oh, no, yeah, he, he wasn't a former senator. Uh, I thought Peter, oh, Schaefer's, 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 Peter Schaefer's kid. 
All right, next deal. Let's go. After the Oilers get at home. That's right. It was Jeremy because it played against you. Right. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, get out of here. Another move. Jesus Christ. For the Wild. Gus Nyquist. Beat it. Fifth rounder. All right. He's hurt too. Is that right? Is he? I don't know. I hurt feelings? I don't know. Something's. He's all right. He's okay. And the big one finally got done. They needed to wait until 5 p.m. when officially you start into the next cap day. Patrick Kane. Uh, feast your eyes on this one, Retro. Kane to New York, going to Chicago, a second rounder that turns to the first. If they get through round two, if they don't, it's a pair of seconds the next two years. Okay, so first if they get to round three, pair of seconds if they don't. They also get some other depth pieces. Chicago eats half the salary. And Arizona brokered the deal. They eat half after Chicago ate half to get them to a quarter. And they get a third for that. And it's always emotional when these guys leave, right? You think of the legacy a player leaves. Not forgotten on social media yesterday. Important to remember these guys. The legacy. So like a, when a long, when a veteran leaves a team, yeah, you get the tribute kind of thing? Like Jonathan Quick today, I imagine the Kings would be like, thank you, Jonathan Quick. Right, yeah, you yeah. meant so much to us. We love you. I'm trying to th- uh, we've seen a few of them. Ryan O'Reilly. The Blues did a nice one for Ryan yeah, O'Reilly when yeah. he left. He was a captain. Yeah. Uh-huh. And look at this. Thank oh, you, sick. Patrick Kane, Arizona Coyotes. They, <laughs> they had him for a, a minute, Rhett. You'll never forget him. Never forget. Like that. That's good. <laughs> it would be interesting to look at that list. And I mean, this is this is kind of a little bit different, but all of the salary money that they've eaten, like it wasn't Datsuk. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Pronger wasn't Pronger, a coyote for... Weber. Jay Weber's money's yeah. there. Yeah. Classic. It's quite an all-star team they built of people Cooper that never Zach, wore the jersey. Cooper Zach. How about Cooper Zach winning the lottery? Yeah, that's going to be fun, hey? Sure. Changescenery.com. So there you have it. Uh, Kaner to Broadway. And that's courtesy of our boy, Marty Rose. I like that... Marty, uh, good that stuff. The, the, the photoshopping is janky on purpose. I like that. That's Marty. Yeah, it's He's good. doing a good janky job, Marty Rose. Love it. Uh, and finally, some news today. It appears as if Detroit and Dylan Larkin are close on an extension. He's a pending UFA ret. He's a good boy, and Detroit's on the up and up. But is he going to rake him over the coals? Well, I don't know. It kind of seems reasonable. Eight and a half AAV, similar to the Horvat deal. Eight-year extension. Makes sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cap's going up unless it's not. You hearing about this bankruptcy stuff for the ballet sports? This is not good for the cap. Not good. Oh, yeah, we got all this money coming in. We're going to be great for next year. Cap's going to... Oh, shit. Uh. Rhett, Blue Jays spring training is back, and I saw this note and made me laugh. I was thinking about going. I got kids. I'm close. I could be down there in a heartbeat. Let's do it. So last year, uh, Yankees... Own channel, yes, it broadcasts all the game. They averaged about 30, excuse me, 3,000. Try again. Oh, my God. 360,000 viewers a game. So that's just over a third of a million. The Blue Jays' spring training opener nearly hit a half million. And, yes, I get it. There's two teams in New York. It's a city. Canada's a country. Either way, people excited, Rhett. They want to see you down there with your straw hat, hammering drinks at 11 a.m. Oh, what a life. Screw the Raptors. Let's go, Jays. Come on. Remember when he was tight with Josh Donaldson? Yeah, you and yeah. you and Josh. Yeah. Bringer of rain. And finally, uh, a, a note for, for, for Rhett, who's concerned about you, Dean. 
we found something that uh, you know Rhett sent this to me. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm kind of this wondering about well. the credibility, yeah. but we think if we can find these in Calgary, anyone let us know if you see these on the shelves nearby. This is potentially for you, Rhett. Or excuse me, uh, Dean. This is the Bob Ross Positive Energy <laughs> Tray. There you go. Uh, so one, that's hilarious. Two, anyone who spent more than eight seconds watching Bob Ross knows he's absolutely rolling in his grave over this. This is a blatant. Oh, you know what? My oh, my God. daughter loves Bob Ross because who all doesn't? The, all the stuff's back on Netflix. Yeah. That she's got a Bob Ross like coffee mug. Why and not? Stuff in her she happy little clothes. Yeah. He's high as a kite, too. Always. You think he wanted anything to do with an energy drink on a shelf at a convenience store? Just get some (laughs) nice trees in the background. This guy'd be repping weed well before he got into the energy drink field. Bob Ross don't need energy. He zens out, man. Just take your brush on the flat end and just kind of... Okay, Boomer, have a big sip and some titanium white here. (laughs) Here's some nice white powder. Just... Hold it, put it onto the mirror here and hold it up to your nose. There's no mistakes. There's just happy errors. <laughs> That's your pinder. Yeah, parts. good. Thanks. The uh, Village Honda, good people at Village Honda, they bring you the pinder report, your dealership for life. Uh, I meant mentioning the detailing packages. A uh, little move. Bit, another dusting of snow coming out. It's going to warm up at some point and you're going to need a clean car. $79.95 is where the detailing packages start. Have it pristine. Have it done at Village Honda, your dealership for life in the Northwest Ottawa. Speaking oh, of shit weather, I think we got another big storm coming to Western New York. Yeah, and when you say that out here, it's like, yeah, no big deal. It's winter. When you say it out there, we've learned that's a different um, stratosphere of concern. A storm might mean yeah. you're stuck in your home for three days. It's, yeah, and it's never good when they start talking about it days in advance. Like, start yeah. prepping. I'm like, jeez. You're going to be a doomsday prepper if you weren't before. Like this Buffalo thing's going to play right into this conspiracy theory brain in his head. eh? No, I got my MRE. I got my MREs. I got my Berkey uh, water container. I'm good. I'm all doomsday. So if he's watching Last of Us and he's living in Buffalo, like there's no way he doesn't escape the end of this hockey season without like a safety room and six months worth of supplies. I was going to say over at the Griegel, they got a guy coming in, Matt Fraser from the hit TV show on uh, the E. Entertainment Channel, America's top psychic medium. Matt Fraser, New York Times bestselling author, over his dynamic career, conducted thousands of readings for clients around the world, sold out events across the country, numerous TV shows. His vibrant messages of hope and comfort and healing have touched the lives of all. I was thinking, you're, you're a crazy person. <laughs> You believe in, like, the psychics getting your palm red, the clairvoyant? Tarot uh, cards? Yeah. Why not? There's a lot of stuff out there you can't explain, Dean. A lot of that. Uh, I'll talk maybe to take Sheldon. a few of those energy drinks, Dean. That that conference thing sounds good for you. you some, some tickets because I hear you're coming to town. Anyway, now we got to do this read, right? Okay, yeah, do it. We Why do I have you? to do I'll do it read. next time. I don't have it in front of me. I mean, I could find it. I'd love to, but I don't have it. Right. Check your email. He doesn't get his email on his phone. Oh, no. Is that right? Yeah. <clears throat> this is awkward. I know. It'll happen. It's all right. I just got to get... Uh, 
Oh, you're looking for it. Key nice. points to convey, well, tone of the read, call to action. Good. Do say this, don't say that. Don't say that. Who wrote this email? Because uh, we'll be able to, to cut this. this, right? For instance, you'll be able to take this and then... Use it everywhere. Use this as the MP. You'll be able to send this off. It's like, oh, yeah, I was in the thing. So here's this, right? Is that what we... Mm. Yeah. He seems excited about it, doesn't he? Look at that old bastard. It's your biggest <laughs> fan ever, right? <laughs> Look at that old bastard. Okay, roll tape. Roll tape. Are you rolling? Rolling. Roll tape. Are we still live? Or are you? Are we yeah. off? Yes, we're live. I got to do this thing. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's like oh. we're back at the old place. Shit shows up, and you don't know what you're doing. <sighs> Tone of read. Need some of that positive energy drink. Motivate. <laughs> You you figured that out, Pinder. So I went for coffee with Razor this morning. And nice BS, and he is such an old. I I tried to sneak a picture, but just imagine Rob Ray yeah. in his sweatpants and a shirt with his gut hanging out oh, in yeah. a coffee shop. Yeah, and this is everything. In recognizing him, and he's got his finger in his belly button. And he's digging out lint like. What a performance he had! Today. Really, eh? what a performance! And he's shaved. He's got a he's got a beard, but apparently the mustache was rubbing his. Uh, it was irritating his upper lip. It's so he shaved that off. So he's just got the Mutton lower shots. half. Oh, it was just gorgeous. Like if you could have a reality show, it would yeah. be just. First star every day. Well, and I feel like you mix Gross. in the doghouse. You you, you you get to see him in a suit, well-dressed and doing his color thing that he's so great at. But then you also just get to see, you know, this big gorilla walking around in sweatpants on his off days. I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm five stars. I, I'm, I'm whatever streaming service I'm, I'm subscribing. I was dying to take a, a, some video and some feed of it, but I'm, I was way too obvious. I couldn't get it without getting punched. That is a guy you'd worry about that with, I think. Okay, you ready to go, Dean? Or you need more time? Go, Dean. Come on, Dean. You can do this. Don't be nervous, Dean. You I'm not nervous. This. I'm just trying to uh... drink one of those energy drinks and nail it. Hit it out of the park, Dean. Mm-hmm. Hi, it's Boomer, host of the Barn Burner podcast. Dean Barnes has completed a 100 plus card collection of all the black and biracial players who have made it to the National Hockey League, sourced almost exclusively from eBay. He is the host of the My Hockey Hero podcast. It's hosted by Dean. My Hockey Hero features interviews of the players from his collection, suitable for every hockey fan in the family. My Hockey Hero, sponsored by eBay Canada, proudly supports hockey equality and is available wherever you get your podcasts. Do check it out. The My Hockey Hero Podcast by Dean Barnes. My kids are jacked on hockey cards right now. Like, it is the currency that so, moves the needle in the house. So, listen, is it a big deal up there? Because everyone down here is into memorabilia. I don't know if we brought it yeah. up on the show before, but it's crazy. Coletta, the other day, he goes to this store and he buys a $600 pack of cards. And he opens it up and he's like, Retro, I got a kaboom. And I'm like, oh, what the f- does that mean? I feel like it's, it's more a part Burrow of ka- American it's culture. It's a Joe Burrow kaboom. Like, and he's like, so then he was going to, he said he was going to go out to eat with his girl. And he's like, 
But then when I f- saw it, I had to turn around and drive back. And he's like, I was holding it like this. And I didn't want to get saw. Like I couldn't go eat. Cause I thought my fingers would get dirt. I'm like, keep it pristine in the, and he's going to get it. He's going to get it. I don't know. What do they do with those paintings? They get it get certified or to... rated or something. Yeah. Certified. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, it's oh, it's a 10. It's a 10. Dollars. The corners are great. Yeah. The printing's perfect. It's a 10. Then you thousands can... and thousands of dollars, this yeah. thing. And everyone down here is into it. Yeah. And it's NFTs. And it's Beanie Babies. It. It's Troll yeah. Dolls. It's cards. It's all kinds of loony nonsense. Who's that guy that played? Was it an NFL guy that quit to trade Pokemon or something? <laughs> was it Pokemon? I know there's a former major leaguer that Pokemon. goes on in Twitter and talks about his card collection all the time. Well, I remember it was one of those goofy Paul brothers, Logan or the uh, Jake, the boxer. He came out to the ring that one time. He had this Pokemon card in a necklace that he had made. The card was like half a million dollars or something he paid That's for it. Insane. I don't get it. Yeah. That's, you got Michael too many Groshek money. Had, Michael Groshek, when I was here, had the Beanie Baby collection. Yeah, see, this is what I'm talking about. This is something that I think is very prevalent in American culture, right? The memorabilia collecting. Like, oh, you can't take the Barbie out of the box. We might need to sell that in 35 years. That could be your inheritance, uh, uh, Jimmy. Wait, this is crazy. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, one, no. You're going to laugh. Scott you're going to laugh. Doesn't he? Hang on. All right, well, can we do a thing? He's in. Rhodesy. You want to talk about Rhodesy? Rhodesy? Yeah. Okay. I just really, I, I figured out who Rhodesy was. So, no, I, knew I, know, yeah. I didn't know Rhodesy was Rhodesy's nickname. Wolverine's in here today. Oh, yeah, we got to talk ah, about Rosie. Rosie, yeah, yeah. yeah with, the, uh, with the hearing loss clinic. While you were away, just hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. I'm doing a thing. Sorry. Right. Um, the hearing loss clinic. Now, I'm going to be going in for my hearing test coming up. I'm excited for we're you. We're going to get this thing figured out, get it done. And so, too, should you. You may not know that you have potentially hearing impairment or that you have issues with your hearing until you go and get tested and they're not looking to sell you gear. They just want to help improve your quality of life. And if you're having issues, visit one of the Calgary locations for an evaluation. Four of them in Calgary. There's one Shaughnessy, the university district Northwest in the Crowfoot business center and the North Hill professional offices. You don't need, doesn't mean you're old or it just, it's one of those things. It can be genetic. It can just happen and serious health risks if you don't get it figured out and get it looked at. So the hearing loss clinic doing, I mean, doing great things for people, improving your quality of life. There you see the website, hearingloss.ca and Rosie, Rosie said, uh, I got so uh, we give some, uh, give some stuff away. Huh? Look behind you. Oh yeah, there it is. So check out oh. check out the social social media for a uh, autographed Elias Lindholm Blasty jersey. Is that got the tie down as well? We're tied. This is the this is the real deal. This is the real deal. That is the real deal. Okay? So go and check out the hearing tie loss. Down, you dirty That's pricks. right. Tie it up, Lindholm. You Let's go, friggin' you goon. Website hearingloss.ca on Twitter at the hearing loss Instagram the hearing loss clinic. Or you can go to, you're going to see the post on uh, the Flames Nation social media as well. We'll link it up. There'll be the instructiones as to how to get in on that. And we'll give that away uh, before long, probably it's next nice week. nice of you to say it in Swedish because, you know, Lindholm's Swedish. To Swedish. Swedish fans have yeah. a great chance to win. Did you notice they went all Swede in overtime? I didn't. Backland. I thought Backland Anderson. was going to score. It looked like he really wanted to do it. Yeah. But then it looked like, Marchand really wanted to do it. It did, did, yeah. You know what it didn't ever look like? Yeah. Jonathan Huberto wanting to shoot the puck. <laughs> Poor guy. 
He's just not wired to shoot. He has to fight off Anyways. every instinct in his body to not pass, and he couldn't do it in overtime. <laughs> oh, they oh, it. My kids are. <laughs> so what do you got there? Yeah, what, can up? I say a hole on here? Like oh, yeah. my kids, they're the worst. <laughs> do we clip that? I might put this up for sale because obviously this sort of stuff is very expensive, immensely and valuable, and. Uh, I may offer it. I'm not sure yet. I might buy some time. Okay, it's Flames jersey thing. Look at Uno. So it's an there. Uno it's a deck of Calgary cards. Flames what? Uno. And I'm in this deck of no cards. No right? way. I am the, if you look closely. Oh, you're four. Numero. I am numero uno. Wow. Number one, baby. That's unbelievable. Let's show us the other players. They saw Neon Dion in there. Who else? Uh, there's a Damon Lankow. Oh, yeah. There's a Roman Hammerlick. There's Hammer. a Matthew Lombardi, Kipper, Tange on the front. On the back, some Fanuff. Who's Yes. And Iggy. Was it Hammerlick that loved all the free gear? Yes, the free deodorants and such. Yes. Shaving cream. He was the boomer of the Calgary oh, Okay. Mid-2000 Calgary Flames. Yeah, yeah. That's anyway, me. if you want to make me an offer, oh yeah, hmm? Hmm? Uh, I'll go ten bucks. There's Blake ten. Martinez. Get, get the- yeah, he was a Raider, wasn't that it? It. There you go. Yeah, NFL player Five who retired now to sell Pokemon cards, Jeez. making insane money. So he's making more post career than he did in the NFL, probably. I guess I just. Uh, Again, back to The Last of Us. This is really affecting me, this this uh, great series that was filmed in Calgary. Yeah, sure Zombie is. apocalypse stuff. I don't know how much that Pokemon's going to hold value when the zombies chase. You'd rather want the brick Is shit gold. hitting the fan like that, Pinder? Is that no, what's no, happening? No, no, no. Do we but have it, to go to the Greagle to find out from this dude that knows this stuff? Is I wouldn't hurt to ask. In- it is a scary concept, though, apocalypse and end time. Yeah. I know I'm worried really? about it. Oh, so it's... Dean's looking forward to near the top of my concerns. Like, yeah, yeah. If it could get, I mean, TikTok. Any if you TikTok. get her going you on TikTok? Let's go. Uh, tomorrow on the program, we're going to do some Ask Rhett. Get your questions in. I got a great question for Rhett for tomorrow. Questions uh, can be sent via email. Ask Rhett at flamesnation.ca. We'll get them directly, and we will pose them to the Redster tomorrow on uh, the Barn Burner. Any room for more boof questions or no? Is that we hit it all yesterday? If you don't say his name right, you're going to get headbutted. Did I, did I <laughs> do better? Buf. Not Buf. Buf. Damn it. Buf. Buford T. Yeah, okay. Buf. And Buf would He'd headbutt me if he was in the studio. He okay. would. When's the last time you give someone a good headbutt? Maybe I should ask tomorrow on Ask Rat. As we have to ask, good Ask Rat question. Where's Clark Wilm from? <laughs> oh man, small town. Got a big fight. Anyway, you got into a fight there, really, and headbutted head a guy. Headbutted the guy hard. So not recently. That's what then. Start, that my, that's, that's what started. God, I had a. <laughs> that's what started the fight. You think? This ass no, he stole my Jimmy. No, wait. I was I was gonna say he stole my ball of rye, but I may have stole his ball of rye, and he didn't appreciate it. Central Butte. That's correct. Central Butte, Saskatchewan. There was a guy back in Brandon. He loved laying out headbutts, but it was never it was never because you were getting into a fight. He would just get, you know, if you say what it was, you'd be playing the VLTs. Yeah. 
You hit a four of a kind or something. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, oh, dude. Fuck. Like, what are you doing? And for him, it, it, like, it was nothing. It was like giving you a high five. Oh, sorry. What? Does that hurt? It's like a button razor. It's like, what, oh. do you, what do you mean? Does that hurt? Yes, it hurts, man. Stop it. Yes. He's got so clunk. Just like, yeah, just like that. It's one of those bighorn <laughs> sheep. Uh, so Hope Street. It's quite a show we do here. That is. Hopestreet.ca <laughs> is the, the website. We show that to Frank. Save your time. Get Hope Street. They'll manage that rental property of yours. Your tenants get those premium rental rates. You sleep easy. You don't worry when you've got Hope Street working for you. Canada's property manager of the year. Locations in Vancouver, Edmonton, and Calgary. Vancouver. Hopestreet.ca. The log one's next. They go to the yeah, brick yeah, and there's right. kicking and then the log swings in. You know what's great about when you talk about this show? I was talking to Alex yesterday, who is our producer, who's listening. And we were kind of going over just the, you know, how, how clips make it into the show. And he says, well, it, with your show, it's tough sometimes because it'll be like highlight, highlight, and then man chased by bear climbs tree. So I don't know. Is that <laughs> is that for a different show? Like, is that not supposed to be there? Or is it absolutely supposed to be He knows there? by now that it's supposed to be there. <laughs> and I said, well, we, I, you know, do we label it kicker or something? Said, no, no, I just need to, it's just with your show, it's a little different. We just yeah. never know what's... Be like Canucks losing overtime, man hammers log into groin. That's, <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, obviously. I mean, Kane follow, trade. Follow the script. Oilers trade, tree to the balls. <laughs> yes, that's the right order, Alex. Good yeah, job. Good, yeah. thanks. Uh, bet we bets of the day and get Let's out of here. Yeah. All right. Bet we bets of the day. What do we got tonight? Eight games. Eight games. Eight Let's games. Making up a number. I'm where I read it earlier. I believe it's eight. Uh, bet we bets of the day. Get that Betway app on your phone. Sniff around, find the ones you like. Be 19, be responsible, but do enjoy. And by Betway. eight games, I definitely mean six games today. That's what <laughs> you said. That's what you said. The Carolina Hurricanes, they have not yet, as, as of the recording of this, have not traded for Tyler Toffoli as far as we know. Damn, boy! They are in Vegas. Ooh. Give me the Canes money line and a Sebastian Aho point. Both of those happen. Plus 137. How's betting like against it. the Vegas Knights gone for you as someone that lives in Calgary? Well, I, I got more fun than the Hurricanes. Uh, the Maple Leafs there in Edmonton to take on the Oilers. That can't be right. It's a power. You know what? That's my bet. It's a power play point. That looks more like A it. Mitch Marner power play point plus 140. Love it. So let's go. Those that are my might be a fun game to watch. I hate I hate both teams. Back but to that back. Might be a fun game Edmonton, Boston. I don't know if you got it down in Buffalo. That was a doozy a couple nights ago, too. Yeah. So there you go. That's that's what I got for you today. I'm keying in on I think a fun matchup and two teams that uh, I think have been playing deep into spring. The Devils who just added Timo Meyer in Colorado, who we know when they're not even healthy, can be an absolute wagon. I'm going to jump on a couple of big nights here. Dougie Hamilton, two points. That'll happen sometimes, plus 300. And Val Nachushkin's playing top line with McKinnon and uh, Lekkinen, the former Hab. Two points for him, plus 260. I'm not going to go pay for the minus money on two points for McKinnon. Go get his line mate. Let's go. Betway bets of the day. There you go. Our friends at Betway, be responsible. 19 years of age, Ontario. Betway app on your phone. It's our Betway bets of the day. Uh, I know tomorrow is ask Aussie Brad. Brad. Huh? Please, Aussie Brad. Aussie Brad. Aussie Brad. Be aware the DUG is in your country. So oh, he's asking to hook up. Can I connect you to? He said if 
He's, he landed in Brisbane. He's got to travel around. If you're into farming, he's got some great equipment he'd love to sell you and have a beer with you at your beautiful pad there. So Brisbane's where, oh, yeah, what? Trigger. That's where she's from. Yeah, yeah. But Trigger and Aussie Brad are down just outside of Melbourne. Melbourne. Che- cheap flight. Just get down there. And Melbourne's got all kinds of cricket. Well, that's, Aussie no, rules. No, that's where, the bo- that's where the boss lives. Mr. Peter Jack, the boss, lives in Melbourne. Oh, so he's going to so be going down there anyway. Probably heading up. Yeah. So you go to the Sunshine Coast, get some Gold Coast in, Surfers Paradise, and down to Melbourne. Love it. Yeah, Doug's going to work on his tan to start, get oiled up and ready to go down Got a good there. base. Be careful. Be careful. Yeah. Look at that man cave. Yeah. Did Clark Wilm go down as well? Is he down in Melbourne? Headbutting anyone? <laughs> Any headbutts? No, no. Clarky's, uh, Clarky's in Davidson drinking pints with uh, Chad Allen. Nice. Just blades everywhere. Look at this spot. Look I know, the, th- now I know tomorrow retro is, uh, is Ask Rhett, but uh, mystery, mystery caller, mystery texter. Uh, I can't share who it is. Uh, but somebody was asking, wants to know how your sweaty brisket worked out in your stupid instant pot. <laughs> I don't hot, know who it is. Hot box from yesterday. I don't I want to, I can't give anything away, but just somebody, somebody just wondering about your brisket. <laughs> Salt, pepper, brisket, delicious. Don't yeah. worry about it. I know what I'm doing. He's disappointed. Isn't I, he? We didn't get photos of that. I noticed. No, we didn't. No, we got some. We got some French fries yesterday, but none of the sweaty, sweaty meat out of your instant. So, Rhett, pot. if you like, you're, you're coming back. He's kind of floated it. We've mm. nailed him down to the next three months, which means absolutely nothing because you know That's the right. wind could change directions and he'll move to Argentina. But if you're coming back, we're doing this up, and we're going to stop in at Greg's place and do something special. I feel like that has to be the play. Oh, we're having an event. Yeah. Beyond, beyond. We'll, we'll go see Greg. Now, why are you connecting Greg with the? Why are you insinuating that that's who texted? All I heard was mediocre brisket, and I know someone that does the best. Uh, a lot of people watched the show, the Ryan. They saw it yesterday it or whatever the hell it transition, was. Transition, totally different topic. All right. Sweaty. Sweaty brisket. I'll bring my Uno. We'll play some Uno with Oh, you can't open it. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> That'd be good. So uh, tomorrow. I think I can. Yeah. Game day for the Flames. Leafs in town. Ask Rhett. We have some figuring to do. Geo's back. That's right. Rhett's not even here to run him back out of town again. Damn He's been, I mean, he came back to Seattle, so it's not a big no, deal. No, I know, I know. It'll still be a big deal. Now that he's the all-time leader in shot blocks. Take that, Chris Russell. Hey. <laughs> Who was it? Was it Ludwig or... That with the, with Frickin' Darcy Regeer used to give me shit. Not give me shit, but hold it against me in negotiations because McKee would have more shot blocks. And I said, well, that's because he's standing in front of the effing goalie. He's too stupid to get out of the way. You got the best goalie in the world behind you, and he's trying to block the shot? Like, what the? So I'm smarter than him. The great shot blocking wars and debates are not over, Dan. They still rage on to this day. Christ. (laughs) Craig Ludwig's shin pads were... I mean, they were hilarious. He was cheating. There's a guy that got screwed by that stat not being collected until 1997. Yeah, poor guy. Well, congrats, Gio. We'll see you tomorrow. And we'll see all of you. Is he coming in studio? Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. He'll be out out boozing with Winwick tonight. (laughs) Yes, he will. I mean, I guess he's got that game in Edmonton. No one in the world is happier than John Winwick today. Oh, yeah. Well, he'll be up in Edmonton. He loves getting back in there. Hi, John. Good to see you. There you go. Look at that. 
And did you see this yesterday? Two days ago. This is before the trade. A lot of confidence. That's also what? A 2X, 3X? What are we looking at there? That is. Whew. Yeah, that's. Uh, that's a, it's a big set of eights. She's tight. That's an American male right All there. All right, let's move on. Let's get out of here. We're good, everybody? Good show, everyone? Anyone else we need to take out of the knees for this thing? Yeah, is there anybody else that we need to rip right before we uh, head out? Okay. No, I think Be- we're good. Just before we go, I think I want to plant a seed that we should sabotage Sarah Valley somehow for shit-talking us and not including us in his crappy show. Do you think if we all sent him a bad scoop at the same time, he'd fall for it? <laughs> hey, Retro was talking. Yeah, I'm right. hearing this in Buffalo. Hey, uh, we're in Calgary. It sounds like uh, yeah, they're going to move Jacob Markstrom to the island. <laughs> Look at Frank. Look at him. That's a cleaned up Frank right there. That wasn't the guy we saw in Jasper after about 20 beers. God, I wish I had that video from the cabin when all the pizzas showed up. Somebody yeah. has that video. Right, 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 right. had. he was hangry, so he got five extra large five. wheels. Was it, was it more? Eight? Wheels showed up. Easy. He was a hit. All right, buddies. We're out. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a good one. And of course, as always, retro. There you go. Get your ask correct questions. See you, buddies. See you tomorrow. Buf. 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 Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.